0: Well, hello there. Welcome to the Happy Healthy Hustle podcast, where I'm going to explore the intersection of health, happiness, and productivity. I am Christiana, your host, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Today, we're going to talk about the art of the Happy Healthy Hustle. So before I'm really like getting too deep into it, this is my very first podcast and you might be wondering what is this all about? So today I'm focusing all about defining happy, healthy hustling. So we want to be successful in our personal and professional lives, but we often forget the importance of taking care of ourselves along the way. So let's jump right in and then let's explore this. First up, I would like to talk about how can we be happy and healthy while we are hustling. So I don't know about you, but I can't hustle if I'm not feeling my best. So that's why I'm always making sure to prioritize my health. And personally, I like to eat nutritious foods, stay hydrated, getting enough sleep. So that's absolutely non-negotiable. What I'm going to focus on today is just that little bit more that might make a difference and make us even happier hustlers. So what about that happiness? After all, what's the point of hustling along if we're not enjoying it? I love to find joy in little things like maybe my morning cup of matcha tea, taking a nice walk and listening to a good audiobook at the same time. I have my very first guest here on my very first podcast, and it is my husband, Josh. We're married now nearly 20 years, and we are very different. So I would love to see his perspective and what brings him
1: happiness. So
0: Josh, why don't you go ahead, share with us, what are some things that bring you
1: happiness? Wow, 20 years. That time went by really quick, but it's been such a, a joy and a fun journey so far. We've got two young girls that live with us, and we're always constantly trying to improve, I guess not necessarily improve, but you know, teach them how to be happy and healthy and, and learn how to hustle. So they're both in high school and middle school right now, getting involved in all kinds of different activities, trying to get them involved in the community. And one of the things that I always taught to the kids, dropping them off at elementary school is we had our three rules that we would always talk about and rule number one, and the girls still repeat this to this day, even though it's, you know, been going on for 12 or 15 years is rule number one is always to be safe. Rule two is always to have fun. As long as they're being safe and having fun, you know, the, the rest is going to fall into place. And then rule three, is was just not to judge other people. So, you know, those are kind of our, our tenets of how, I guess, how we live our lives. Um, and one of my elements of, of how, I guess the thing that really makes me happy is one, spending time with the family, doing different things together. And then my passion for the majority of my life has been the game of golf. And to me, the game of golf really mimics the game of life. If you want to call it a game, you know, you get yourself into trouble. You've got to figure out how to get yourself out of trouble. You can take the risky shot and try and be the hero, or you can take it safe and and do something that's more calculated. Um, You know, there's a lot of things. The golf to me brings, uh, improves your health. You know, it it brings social connections while you're out on the golf course, you're, you're usually not doing it by yourself. Or if you are, you get a chance to kind of reflect upon who you are and the choices that you make just on the golf course. It can be just a a time for self-reflecting and the game of golf can be part of what it is, the activity that you do, or you can really focus on your game and, and improve your skills and things along those lines. So much like what the game of life is, You know, you get yourself into some troubles. You get yourself into some sticky situations. You've got to figure out how do you move forward? How do you become a better person? And the game of golf to me does a lot of those same things. Uh, Throughout the game of golf as well, you're also exercising. You're working out your physical health. And then you're out in nature. You know, golf is a fantastic activity to where put all your your technology aside if you don't want to have it out there and, and just enjoy all the surrounding, all the wildlife, the other people that are having fun. You know, it's a phenomenal place to be. And during the pandemic, a lot of people came to the game. They realized that this is an outdoor activity. We kind of golf in the, or kind of joke in the industry that we created social distancing, golf did. You could go four hours playing golf with somebody and not actually talk to them unless you really want to. But the other element of it is you spend four hours with somebody. There's not very many activities. You get an opportunity to do that where you can really connect, really divulge each other's uh, information and help one another out or just have somebody to just chat with and, and spend some time with. So, you know, golf to me is, it's really my life in and of, in and of itself. I remember when we were, when Celine, our youngest was growing up, I came home one day, she wasn't even two years old and said, dad, when are we going to go to the golf course? She'd realized early that if if I'm going to try and get close to dad, we got to figure out this golf thing pretty quick. So um, they've both enjoyed being in the first tee, which is another great program, you know, talking about happy healthiness and hustle, you know, that teaches the nine healthy habits or core values that it does uh you know responsibility integrity perseverance community self you know self uh motivation a lot of these different elements that that help build people to who they are help us become and grow better community members not necessarily better golfers but using the game of golf as a tool to try and help people to improve upon their lives so That's what gets my motor running is the game of golf and spending time with family and doing both of those two things together. Very important for me.
0: I love that. And I love that you talked about how happiness is all about connecting because it could be connecting with loved ones. It could be connecting with nature. It could be that you are chatting with a friend, maybe volunteering. You mentioned that first tea program right there. And of course, connecting with your inner self. And by the connection, you're essentially really creating that happier you, that joy that you're getting, being happy inside and out. So I couldn't agree more. Connection is key. And I think it's really important to surround yourselves with positive, supportive people that might be inspiring us to be our best selves. So speaking of our best selves, I want to talk a little bit about productivity so we mentioned the happiness and now I want to talk a little bit about the hassling part because it's super easy to get caught up in that hassle and forget about the importance of taking breaks. So I like to work and sometimes I get completely carried away where I'm like oh my gosh I need to take a break and I call it now more like focused bursts. So I take uh while when I'm sitting down and then I take a short break, that might be like a recharge break. And then I'm going back and sitting down. So I, if you kind of like think about, yeah, you know, maybe 50 years ago where people would take cigarette breaks. Now, instead of smoking a cigarette, maybe you can just get up and stretch, maybe even go outside. And it's actually super easy to just build those five minutes into your day. And what helps me also is having a good mantra. So I'm going to ask my husband again, what is a mantra that helps you to increase your productivity to keep you hustling?
1: Well, it's what I mentioned just a little bit earlier, too, is it's just uh, trying to become a better person or just make one thing today that you were better than than yesterday. It doesn't have to be grandiose ideas or or goals it could just be simply just expressing your gratitude for other people a little bit more throughout the day. Or, you know, if it's a fitness goal of, of we're going to do 20 pushups today, or we're going to do a hundred pushups today or some squats or whatever else to improve your, your strength, your cardiovascular nature, or as Christiana was just mentioning is during your day of, of, I want to just get out and go get some fresh air. And after a meeting, pop out of your office, go walk around the block or wherever it is that you work at could just be walking around your house or doing some jumping jacks, something to just get your mind transition from one thing to the next, get your brain and your body ready for the next task at hand. What do you think? I mean, I know you, you do a lot of different things throughout your day, Christiana, that, uh, you know, that mix things up between all your fitness and your professor jobs and everything else that you do. I mean, there's so many different things that you get after and, and you're a true hustler.
0: Yeah. To me, hustling is really becoming efficient So I balance a lot of different jobs. I am um, in academia, but I also work as a fitness instructor. And then, of course, I do my health coaching. And moreover, I'm a mom and wife. So I sometimes go by the mantra, and that's kind of like I call them one-minute mantra, give it five minutes. You would be so surprised if you would realize how these five minutes can really change something in your day. So saying like, maybe I'm just going to take a quick walk for five minutes. It's unbelievable how many steps you might be able to take in five minutes or maybe a five minute stretch break might be completely the difference between having tense shoulders or a tight back and feeling great. And if you stack those five minute breaks, they're going to sum up. So let's say you take five Five-minute breaks. Oh, you already had 25 minutes right there. So for me, giving it five minutes is personal mantra number one because it is something that you could just squeeze in in the middle of your day as a busy mom or in your job. Those five minutes might just be all what you have, but that small action might lead to a bigger outcome because again, it stacks and it accumulates and it also builds. So it builds joy, it builds momentum. And that's sometimes all what we need because it might seem super intimidating to work out for an hour. But when I say, how about working out for five minutes? You're like, oh my gosh, totally in for that. Well, then we are working from that. We are starting small and making it um, a snowball effect and making it momentum.
1: The other element to that too is it, it can be just five minutes of mindfulness or five minutes of meditation or things along those lines you know, we all spend five minutes or we waste five minutes all multiple times during our day. If you can just take five minutes and and actually focus and almost use that as a meditative state, depending upon what it is that you're doing. I mean, obviously, if you're going out and walking in traffic and things along those lines, you have to be kind of paying attention, but you can just kind of zone out and actually clear your mind and clear your soul a little bit and help yourself out just in a short five minute little break.
0: Completely agree. And the other day I was standing in line at a supermarket and it was a long line and I could have totally felt like, oh my gosh, I have to stand in line. I'm not good waiting. My husband can totally confirm that. It's like one shortfall, short downfall that I for sure have. Not a good person that's waiting. But I thought, you know what, let's turn this around. Let's make this a positive situation. So here I am waiting. I could pull up my phone. I could look at that right now. Or how about I'm just adding some quick little stretches. So I started adding some quick little stretches. I closed my eyes, did a neck roll. I even like rolled up my shoulders. And then I went down to my wrists. And before I knew it, I was up and getting ready to put my items on the conveyor belt. In those five-minute pass, and I felt better afterwards, refreshed, I felt stretched, and I thought, well, that was a refreshing situation, instead of standing there and becoming all bitter about waiting in line, I used that time wisely, and that's, I think, really the essence of happy, healthy hustling. Not getting caught up in the hustle and forgetting the importance of taking breaks, but rather focusing on taking those short breaks to recharge. No matter where we are, no matter what the situation is, it always helps to kind of reset. And you have to be really intentional about that, how you spend your time, because it's not just about working harder, it's about working smarter. So if you prioritize your your personal to-do list and what's on most important, then you're actually going to see results. So my husband and I, we also travel a lot and Sometimes we smile when we sit in airplanes and they go through the little safety videos right there because in the safety videos, what do they always say what you have to do?
1: You've always got to put yourself first.
0: (laughs) Yeah, to take care of yourself first. So use that um, mask on yourself and then help others. And as parents, we couldn't agree more with that. So the stronger we feel about ourselves, the more we take care of ourselves, the more we can model that behavior to our children, but the more it will make us better parents because, of course, we are feeling grounded and connected to our inner selves. A lot of times when people ask me, how is it to be a health coach? How is it to be working in fitness? All what they think about is moving your body. Well, that's true for sure, but it's also about mental health. So the mental health doesn't always necessarily even mean that we are moving. It could even mean that we are sitting, closing our eyes and connecting with our inner self. So it's maintaining that good health, cultivating the happiness and pursuing our success by finding balance with ourself and connecting to ourselves in a way that be listening to what our body actually needs on that day. So recognizing that a healthy mind and a body are really essential for our long-term success and happiness. So Josh, how do you connect to your inner self in the middle of the day? What do you typically do in terms of breaks?
1: To me, breathing is an important aspect of some things that I do. So if I find myself, you know, I'm sure everybody's kind of had that feeling where you feel like your shoulders are up around your ears and your neck really doesn't even exist whenever I start feeling like that, which is oftentimes when I sit down at a keyboard. I mean, I, like I said, I work in the golf industry. I love being outside. I love working with my hands. I love talking to other people and interacting with one another. Um, but part of my job is also doing reports and talking to staff members and and you know directing them on how they do their day. And sometimes those can get into stressful situations. So when I'm sitting at my computer, I'll oftentimes feel like my shoulders are starting to creep up and I get tense in my shoulders. So I'll just I'll literally just stop, push my chair away from my desk and I'll just meditate or not necessarily meditate, but just focus on my breathing, you know, take some deep breaths, five or 10 deep breaths, long, slow, breathe them out, clear all that bad energy out. And it's unbelievable how much more relaxed and how much more focused you can be after doing something like that. And it doesn't take very much time, 30 seconds, 45 seconds, boom, you're ready to get back into it and get your day going again.
0: I love it. That's really good. Breathing is super important because it I actually have to say, given that I'm a researcher, most people will breathe into their shoulders. So they breathe in and out and lift their shoulders along the way. Because I teach those core fitness classes, I always emphasize we have to do some ribcage breathing. So while you're breathing, focus that your cage expands. And inhaling, the ribcage basically deflates. So where you're feeling, you're using your whole volume of your lungs and your body and not just half of it because that leads to shallow breathing and overall you're feeling you are getting stressed out. So hustling is actually also a positive thing. So you don't want to remove all stress in your life. It's actually good to keep some stress there because it keeps us alert And at the same time, it also makes us, um, you know, motivated to go for the next goals. And that's something that I personally want to encourage and use. So whether you're thinking of adding, fulfilling little breaks in the middle of your day, creating a mantra, finding joy and happiness, I would really encourage you is having these healthy conversations with your loved ones and checking in with them. What brings you joy? What brings you happiness? Um, Because I think sometimes it's even just starting a conversation about it whether that's on a walk whether that's at the dinner table to where you're creating a little bit of connection and I think connection and health and happiness and hustling are deeply rooted together and then you can come back and you can ask yourself all right so what is it for me what brings me joy what gets me going And there are always days when you especially need to dig down and say, what gets me going? Because you need that extra motivation on those days. It's finding that balance. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed our discussion about the art of the happy, healthy hustle. And remember, health and happiness and productivity are all interconnected. And we need to prioritize all of these three to reach our full potential. So in our next episode, I'm going to focus on one-minute mantras. And I would love to explore that topic with you because I want to give you a few more ideas about how you can create your own one-minute mantra. We heard from my husband, Josh, today. We heard his one-minute mantra. We heard my one-minute mantra today. And I'm sure that you might want a few more pieces of motivation. Maybe have your own, too. I would love to hear from you. So thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Stay happy, healthy, and see you soon.